What is up, guys? Welcome back to Sun Media Episode 5. I'm Kaz. I'm Spud. As always. Yeah, yeah. that's not changing yet. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Episode 5. So, we did say that this week was going to be the Halloween special, as that is in, what, two days or something? However, we are are, um, lacking a a little someone today. So that will be pushed back to next week where we uh, review, I say review, where we have our thoughts on 28 Days Later. Do you have an ice cream? No, I'm good. Yeah, um, no, I'm good, thank you. Anyway, uh, so this is first episode. So just have your ice cream. Thank you. Oh, this first episode in the new house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no, um, it's weird. Uh, completely different layout. I've actually got space for my laptop and able to do things with it, which is nice. We know you watch porn, mate. Calm down. I I do not watch porn. <laughs> um, right, first. So we will be talking about horror films. Um, we so will keep, like, keep it to the. Uh... Also, we achieved the topic. Yeah, so this is more like a Halloween episode part one, best way of putting it. Are you happy to call it that? That sounds good to me. But do yeah. you know we've been calling it the Halloween special? Oh yeah, we're still calling it. It, it, it just makes me think of. Um, it just makes me think of South Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Down, we've got a strain of weed for this, mate. Oh, uh, we do. We need. I can't wait for next season of South Park. Oh, I can't. Gonna be good. Anyway, uh, before we jump into the horror section, there was a bit of Star Wars news. This, well, I think it was between, well, since we last recorded it, and I'm really happy with this. So it's confirmed Hayden Christian's returning to Star Wars in the Ahsoka series. Yes! Fucking finally. Oh, God. Uh, um, I love him. He's such a, I, I absolutely love the character. I love the actor. I do. He's in the Kenobi series as well, isn't he? He's going to be in Kenobi. Yeah, there's, again, rumours. I, I don't know if it's actually confirmed yet. Let me just have a check. Is he, I'm pretty sure he is going to be playing Darth Vader in it. Good. Um, well, I, a lot of people take that news with salt. A lot of people take it with sugar. Personally, I'm a sugar. I uh, That is news which I'm glad to hear because a lot of love him or hate him, I've at the end of the day, Hayden Christian's acting in the uh, prequel trilogy was not his fault. At the end of the day, he's just going off of lines which uh, the director said, didn't he? So, uh, yeah, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing him back. I really am. Yeah, no, it's it's confirmed he's going to be in Obi-Wan series. But it says as Darth Vader, we don't know if we're going to see him as Anakin like in any flashbacks or not. So it'll be interesting to see that. It will. Um, and I'm looking forward if we're still going to hear in these podcasts. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to doing yeah. them when we get to all those Star Wars series. Because Jesus Christ, like when they come out, the world is losing me. What I would love to see, well, what I can't wait to see because they're probably going to do it, is a flashback to the Clone Wars. Because I'm pretty sure this is meant to be set around the same time as Mandalorian. I'm not 100 percent sure, but there's theories that it is, and we might be getting flashbacks to the Clone Wars. And it's just going to be amazing to actually see Anakin Skywalker and Ahsoka in a live show. Exactly. Like, when was the last? What was two thousand five? We last saw at the actual character Anakin in a live show. Yeah. A and we didn't know that Ahsoka assisted, um, existed. 
exactly. You know, um, it's it's weird to think though. Next year is Attack of the Clones' twentieth anniversary. Oh God! Yeah, getting old now, Cass. Getting old. Oh man, I'm older than Attack of the Clones. Yeah, so same. Yeah. Jesus. And, right, mate. Should we crack on with this episode? Yeah, um, so the first film we're going to talk about is one that I just finished watching. Well, I, the second one with Sophie before we start recording. Um, I don't think you've watched, I don't even know if you've heard of it. It's called Grave Encounters. Nope. <laughs> so, that's for um, me. It's so, do you remember back in not well, it was about 10, probably a bit more than that years ago. Uh, when Panel Activity came out, there was a big surge in found footage films. Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so it's one of those. It it came off of that craze. Um, instead of it being in a house, it's a film crew that are recording inside an asylum. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, so they're like this. So great. They, they're like, a, do you remember Ghost Hunters and all that? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so they're like a mock version of those, and they find out about this asylum that uh, had a lot of weird experiments going. So they go in there, and when they try to escape, the asylum doesn't let them. But instead of like they open up the main doors, and there's more hallways and stuff. Uh, we just finished watching the second one, where it's, uh, so the second one leads on from it, where the foot the Footage has been found, and they actually turn it into a film. And there's it's all these college students like, oh, yeah, we want to see if this is actually true. So they go to the asylum. And obviously it's true. They then get killed. Hmm. Um, Touche. It, it's, it's worth a watch. Uh, okay. The problem with it is it's just got your generic found footage. Like, you know, the, like, when you have, a, you have someone's face and they're like a ghost and they have that black mouth opening like eyes and stuff I can't, I, it's, it's just a lot of generic yeah it's a lot of, of... But we, we still enjoyed it um, the first one I would say is better than the second one not by much uh, the second one was starting to get really good at the end and then the actual ending was a bit it was pretty crap to be honest but leading up to it it was good nice. um, so yeah, it, it, I would recommend it. Uh, the first one came out in 2011, and the second one came out in 2012. And it's Canadian horror as well. Canadian? Yes, Canadian. It's probably one of the most friendliest horrors you've probably got there, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. There. Jesus. All the ghosts of your buddies. He's <laughs> like, hey, mate, hey, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> like? Yeah, exactly. That's Australian. Yeah. <laughs> One last thing as well, I do want to talk a little bit about the new Chucky episode that we've had this week. Um, it was alright. Uh, I'd say the last episode was better. It was still good, though. Um, okay. they're, deep, they're going into more backstory of Chucky himself, and you actually find out who his first victim is, who I'm not going to spoil, just in case. Um, but no, it was alright. I watched it today again. It's it's building. It's an episode that's building up to more to it. So, though not a lot happens, you know that the next episode is going to be quite a big episode. Hmm. But it, it was still fun, though. 
Okay. So let's start talking about a film that you've watched. So I will be honest, I'm not really one for horror. Um, it's, it's just preference. It's just piece of preference, isn't it? I, I mean, I've watched. Um, it's more in the later years of watch things like Hereditary, the uh, the Conjuring's, things like that. But I'm going to start off with an episode, with a film that I watched when I was about six or seven years old. Yes, it doesn't class as a horror, but for me back then, of, of course it was. And that is Snakes on a Plane. I, I fucking love Snakes on a Plane. Oh my god, that is <laughs> such a great film. Yeah. What I used to know the um. I used to be able to sing the song at the end, and it was it, it was cringy. <laughs> uh, but, it, I'm sorry, but anything with Samuel Jackson is yeah. just amazing. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's 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 Samuel Jackson. Exactly, he can turn the shittest of films into an amazing film. Oh yeah, because let's face it, like when you look, Snakes on a Plane isn't good. Yeah, you know, isn't exactly an award winner, but. It's it it it's it's an amazing film. What can I yeah. say? Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those It's one of those films where you don't take serious. No, exactly. I mean, what? How? How do you take like snakes on a plane seriously? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh god. The nice the nice thing about it it doesn't treat its audience like it's stupid it, it the film knows it's a stupid film they don't try to make it seriously instead they go overboard with it yeah which is perfect they've done it really well hmm. i mean that you know there's a scene where like he uh right near the end where he says the famous line and then shoots open the window yeah As, and, and you just watch some snakes <laughs> flying out the window it's like oh okay and then you've got that sex scene as well Oh um, god! Sex in the toilet, and the state bites the woman on the boob. Oh shit! That was fucking boob. hilarious. And it's just oh, like, and then you've just got the other stewardesses outside because they're there screaming and banging. The stewardesses outside just like sounds like they're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's my. Yeah, they're actually fucking killed by a snake. Welcome to American Airlines, where we use snake venom as lube. Oh, oh, spicy. And then you had the chihuahua on the plane as well. Oh, can you eat it, the snake? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the guy right. gets eaten by like the biggest snake as yeah. well. Yeah, because you watch it going overhead and just breaks the glass. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's such a good film. And then you've got like that, then you've got, what is it, the, um, the little like, well, you've got the two like fat men who end up flying the plane just because yeah. they've done the computer game. It's just like, yeah, yeah. sure. And then you've got like the two kids. One gets bitten by a snake. It's like, can you show me what it was? Draws a cobra. Shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I kind of I want to read this review. Uh, okay. It's on Google. Uh, someone's giving it a one star. It's, honestly, I'm not surprised that this occurred on the plane day, probably on Spirit Airlines. I really like the suspenseful surprise of the snakes getting on the plane. But unfortunately, it's come to my understanding. That this amount of snakes would never fit in the overhead compartments. Also, why are the snakes not carrying their own luggage? Warning, this movie includes snake nudity. I wish someone would have warned me prior to watching this movie because I took my Sunday school teacher to see this movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, that review does just sum up the film. In like, It's just a stupid film. Like That review is obviously a stupid review. The film is a stupid film. Oh yeah, it's... it's... You don't take it seriously. Yeah, it, it's you can't like. I don't. It is. It is classed as a horror. 
Um, but it's one of those guilty pleasure horrors that the more, oh, yeah. like, the older it's gotten, the more people have started to enjoy, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, I've heard stories as well when the film came out, there were people like going to cinemas like with uh, rubber snakes throwing around and making snake noises and stuff. And apparently the, uh, it got to the point where people, the actual people who worked in the cinemas had to kind of frisk search them and get rid of all the plastic snakes. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, just, I mean, it's amazing. Can I just say, snakes on a plane's got everything. You've got love, you've got happiness, you've got sad scenes. Yeah, you know, it's a happy ending. It, it's it's hell of a film. Oh god, yeah, it is. I, I make you making me want to watch it again. I'm pretty yeah. sure it is. It's it is on Netflix as well. Well, if you come up, if you come up in November, we're watching it. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, and just it, it earns sixty-two million dollars at the box office. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad right. at all. Um, I don't know how much they spent on it though. But they probably spent quite a bit on it. Ooh, uh, right. Oh, they spent thirty-three uh, million dollars on it. Okay, so it it, it profited. Yeah. Uh, there's apparently snakes on a plane. Bring it. Uh, which that is a sequel. Oh, that's the song. song. That, yeah. Song at the end. Yeah. But you do <coughs> have snakes on a train. Yeah, which I haven't watched. That came out in 2006 as well. Uh, reading the Wikipedia article on it, it says it's inspired by the film Snakes on a Plane. But it's uh, on a train. Wow, it it was three days apart, apparently. Damn. Yeah, Snakes on a Plane came out in 2006, August 18th. Yeah, Snakes on a Train came out August 15th, 2006. Huh. Huh. So you had quite a lot of snake options there. We we need to stop talking about this film. You're going to make me want to watch it again. Oh, I, there's no doubt. As I said, if you come up in November, we're watching it. Talking about low-budget films, though, I do want to mention Saw. Um, of course. Have you seen Saw? Um, <coughs> it's probably one uh, of those... Sorry? I will give you kind of like the backstory of how the film was actually made. Uh, so... The two writers, uh, James Wan and Lee Winnell, uh, just finished uh, film school, and they wanted to make a film that was it was going to have to be low budget because obviously they've just come out of film school. You're not going to have any money. Um, so they went out and mm. they made I think it was a 20 minute short film, and it was called Saw, and it was only a small part of what we ended up actually getting of the film. And that blew up. They then got rights to turn it into a full film. But their budget was $1.2 million. Uh, Guess how much they earned from it, that one film? So the budget was $1.2 million. Yep. Uh, Going to say about 80 mil. <laughs> A hundred and three point nine million dollars. Jesus. 
Yeah. That film had a very, very big uh, profit margin. <laughs> I can see why it was an amazing film. It was something new and it set off quite a lot of things in the horror franchise. Horror in general. It was yeah. a lot of people, whenever they talk about torture porn, they usually reference Saw being the first. Uh, I'd have to do research on it, but I always see Saw as like being that big one to kick that out that genre and become a lot more popular. Like after that, <clears> we got Hostel, got a lot of very gory films after Saw came out. But surprisingly, the first Saw film's not that gory at all. Um, yeah, a guy cuts his ankle off, but you only see a bit of blood come out of his ankle, and then it cuts to his face. So you don't actually see a lot of blood in the original compared to the newer ones. Where it's like, yeah, it is. It was um very cool how they made it as well. And every scene of the bathroom was actually all done in chronological order to the film. So they filmed, huh. so they filmed the first scene, went straight to the next scene. And they kept doing that. They said they had a very low budget. It was only set in three, four rooms as well. Mm. Um. Yeah, like I said, they didn't have a lot of budget. I'm pretty sure a lot of their budget went towards having Tobin Bell as the character as uh, who plays Jigsaw. And, well, throughout most of the film, he's lying on the floor anyway, so... Not bad. And then James Wan uh, went on to be a very, very famous director. Uh, he directed two very famous paranormal uh, films, one being Conjuring and one being Insidious. <laughs> So yeah, he's a very um sore kicked him out there quite a lot. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a uh, how can I say? You know, it's probably one of the most well known horror franchises. Started off small. Yeah, exactly. And then it ended up being really big. Uh, it got to a point where everyone was looking forward to each Halloween new Saw film go to the cinema, and then Paranormal Activity came out and kind of took over. Because at that point. Saw was going a bit, it was getting a bit ridiculous with the story. But mm. they reined in the new Spiral film. I really enjoyed Watched it twice in the cinema and it was really fun to watch. So, yeah. Um, yes, talk about a different film, shall we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about It Part 1, the remakes? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk yep. about it, part one. So, uh, yeah, I'll let you go. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So, this film was hyped, you know, it was announced. Everyone was like, oh my God, we're going to go watch it. So, I was in sixth form at the time. So, all my friends went, but I'm, I, I just didn't go. Um, just didn't, I say didn't fancy it, yeah. but it just never came around. A couple of years passed, and I just said, I'm just sat there, I'm like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to watch it. So, that is what I do. And I, I will be honest, like, I feel personally that film got hyped up way more than what it should have been. I, I, I don't know. It, it's just I was not particularly impressed by the film. I mean, yes, it's got its score. Um, yeah. However, it, it, I, I don't know. It, to me, it just seemed extremely. I, I, I don't know. It was just very sort of weird. Unnecessary or. Just well, I wouldn't say unnecessary, but you could sort of see, like, it was stupid, you know. It, this, you know, not it. Sorry, Pennywise the clown. He uh, again. This was um, this was obviously to do with the first one. However, he's defeated by courage. 
yeah. Um, it, 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 it's just, it just doesn't, it's just not a good weakness. It's like, for example, it's like, um, okay, this one may be fitted a bit better, but it's like War of the Worlds, and they, you know, these huge aliens get killed by the common cold. Yeah. Uh, Stephen King himself, as much as he's a good writer, uh, he he's not very good with endings and i think with the courage like how to defeat pennywise through courage i agree with you it was a bit well, I don't know, i'd say it's say it's more on the cheesy side out of everything probably got to talk about is obviously a lot of people are really big fan of it part one and two no, exactly. i'm on the same side of you i think it was very hyped up but then again it came out around the same time as stranger things as well where that's that popularizing old group of kids going out to fight a evil creature. Yeah. Uh, I have to give it its respect though. Uh, I didn't enjoy it at all until I recently read the book, which okay. is a very weird book. I mean, like a very, very weird book. And then actually rewatching and realizing how close this film is. Well, these two films are to the book compared to the original uh, miniseries. You start to like it a bit more. Um, there's one scene I am going to talk about which they will never add into any version on TV, and that's right at the end of the book. They have a child orgy. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so after they defeat Pennywise as kids, they decide to... Shag. Yeah, so they all decide that they are now adults anymore, that their childhood's over. And they all take in turns to have sex with the girl, which I can't remember what her name is. What, Ginger? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I need to find out, otherwise I'm, it'll be bugging me all podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't know. No, no, I put... It, the main girl, and the first thing that pops up is Amazon.co.uk, main girl, stripped, explicit, Amazon UK. You know, Google, uh, what's the word, Google goes off with suggested. Is it? Yeah. Is this weird. I, I, you're just trying to make me fall into this fucking trap, aren't you? <laughs> Fuck's sake, Kev. Oh. Uh, um... I genuinely can't remember what her name is. Shit. Why can't I find it? Main cast. Um, no, not Bill. No. Beverly, that's it. How, how did I forget about that? Um, yes, they all take in turns to have sex with Beverly to show that they are now adults and it's a bit weird to say the least especially because i was i was listening to it through audible mm-hmm. uh we're not sponsored by audible i just want to put it out there because yeah um mention them <laughs> shit uh so i was at work and i was just walking around a bunch of customers listening to that one scene i'm there like oh nice um it's a very sexual book as well like, really fucking you can tell Stephen King's on some crack while writing that like Jesus Christ that that was an experience to say the least very long book um 
yeah, I, I would recommend it if you got the time, but uh, just just be wary. It's it's a bit of a weird book. Um, talking about overhyped films and stuff like that, let's talk about Squid Game, the new Netflix series that oh. everyone's talking about, which it's not that great. Let's be real. Um, it started off good. I'll give it that. Um, <laughs> and then the last few episodes, it went downhill. I don't know about you, Kaz, but I I don't want to say it's like I'm talking about like talking for other people. I think a lot of people hype it up because it was like the first foreign horror that they've ever seen. Hmm. And you compare Squid Game to things like the original Ring, the original Grudge, all that. It's not that great. Uh, the Japanese, Korean horror are, are really good because they can get away with a lot more stuff than what we can in the US and the UK. Yeah. Um, and you compare Squid Game to those, and it's, it's quite tame. Uh, I have to say that the, the director, uh, well, the writer, he's been in the news a lot recently. Um, obviously, you've seen all this stuff, haven't you? Yeah, I I have. Yeah, I do want to say though, a lot of people are saying that this uh, this apparently is season two coming out in December because of this. It's a Malaysian thing. Um, there was a poster with like a guy who has his hands out and got dice and he's got the shapes on it. I can't remember what it was called. Um. Oh. But a lot, lot of people are saying it's a sequel. It's definitely not a sequel because the writer of Squid Game is trying to sue the writer of this. So I just want to put it out there to people. Yeah, um, he did say, um, I was read, uh, reading an article about it, he did say that uh, due to the stressfulness of just in season one, that he wasn't going to uh, be making a number, a number two anytime soon. Yeah, exactly. He um, probably... You probably will get around to it, don't get me wrong, but what people seem to forget, this film, he's been writing for at least eight years. Well, not film, sorry, series, I should say. Yeah, he's been writing it for over eight years. Jesus. Like, yeah, but saying that when he was writing, he was, like, in debt. He ended up having to sell his laptop with it, with the scripts on there. Oh, so, obviously, God. that would be, like, quite a big thing on it. Yeah. But, um, oh, no, I, I don't know. It, I, it's an okay show. Don't get me wrong. If you haven't watched it, I'd advise watching it. But it's just, I don't. It's not that great. You know, it, I, 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 I hate being that type of guy. But it's overhyped to shit. Yeah. Hate. Uh, the show is called Batu Seramamba. Seramamban. I, I butchered that. I know that. So I'm hoping someone will correct me. But uh, I'll send you a picture of it in Discord so you can see it. Uh, it says it's coming out on the 28th of October. Uh, December, sorry, okay. not October. I'm getting things mixed up. Uh, yeah, no, he's suing the people that are making this show. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Cause it, Batu, from what I've researched, that is an actual game that they have in Malaysia, a bit like Squid Game, an actual 
game they have in Korea. Like it, it is an actual kids game, so I don't know how he's going to do it. And if it, the thing is, if he can sue them for that, then it means that other companies that made that style of film before he did could sue him. And it's going to just be a big thing where everyone's just wanting to sue everyone. And it's just, it's just going to get ridiculous. Um, yeah. if, if you want a good like foreign film that's like Squid Game, uh, Battle Royale, very good film. A lot of people talk that I know have talked about it, and it's a very good. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a Japanese film, and it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, it is on Amazon Prime for free, and it's two hours and two minutes long. It came out to the year 2000, so when we were born, Kaz. Oh my god, we're old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are getting very old. We are. Alright, let's change the topic about talking about films that we have seen or haven't seen. I want to talk, I want to ask you a question, Kaz. Okay. If you, pick, mm-hmm. if you could pick any franchise, any movie franchise or game franchise, if you want to, and you could turn it into a, a horror film or horror game, what franchise would you choose? Oh, hands down. Um... Something that could, I reckon, it could easily be turned into a horror film is the Halo series. Oh god, yeah, especially with the mean, flood. Yeah, exactly. The flood. and the Covenant. Um, yeah, they, you know, you could easily have a um, have a sort of story where Master Chief gets they get split up and he has to fight his way through. You know, I mean, I mean, look at the um, look at the, like some of the enemies in the flood. I forgot what they were called, but the big, the uh, big main ones. You know, they can teleport. Yeah, think of how much. Uh, Oh, that'd be amazing to see. Uh, what about you? What would you go for? Star Wars. Straight up Star Wars. You could mm-hmm. easily do it in Star Wars. Easily. Like, they kind of did that with the G- uh, with the Clone Wars Season 2, the Geonosian stuff. Yeah. They could easily, especially when you read up like actual canon lore, there is a lot in the universe that we have not seen on screen, and they could easily do it. Yeah. Like, really easily do it. And I think I, I, the problem is it's Disney. I've, Disney kind of like to shy away from horror, mm. as we know. Yeah, um, a bit more family friendly. Yeah. But I think give it to the right director, you can do it. Yeah, oh, definitely. That's, um, that would be good. Um, what, else, what else would you like to see? Oh, um... I'd like to see. I know you. I'm pretty sure you've never played it, but Dark Souls could be turned into a really good horror film. I I've seen a lot of gameplay, and uh, yeah, no, that 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 could uh, that could be a bit that on the skin. Yeah, that could easily become a fucking horror film. The problem is though, with Dark Souls, the lore to it is very. I want to say confusing, but it's not straightforward. A lot of the stuff is how you interpretate it so for them to make a film on it yeah it would be very very hard to do mm. and, and uh, i think i think a lot of fans would not enjoy it no i think there are some things which are meant to stay games and i feel like like that is one of them um yeah it's just like when you look at the fighting styles say it's it's you know, it, it would look... You, I don't think you'd be able to incorporate the fighting style into real life. 
No, no. You'd have, yeah. you'd have to use the um things like the rolling attack and te- uh, rolling attack techniques, and it just it would just be too fights would be too bo- like boring for the uh, yeah. screen. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, anything? Any other shit like ones you can think of? Um. <clears throat> No, well, not that I can think of. However, I would just like to see that looking at gameplay for Back to Blood, and I'm really looking forward to uh, to getting my hands on that. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, I have heard mixed things about it, but I still want to play it. Oh, yeah. It's uh, at the end of the day. You know, I mean, look at something we reviewed, uh, we reviewed earlier. You've got Snakes on a Plane. That's probably got some, for a film, that's probably got bad reviews, but we enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, uh, no, it certainly looks a good, uh, an interesting game. And as someone who's been playing Left 4 Dead for a long time, that is something I can't wait. Uh, have you, I don't know if by any chance, have you watched that free guy yet? Uh, I haven't, no. Oh, you need to. Uh, it's got one of the right, uh, directors of one of the Mandalorian episodes as the main bad guy in it. It's that Chayaka. Watiti? Oh, oh, I can't I just, I, yeah, yeah, I'm shitting for that. You know who I'm on about. I know who you're on about. Yeah. yeah, he's the main mad guy in it, and it's, he plays it so well. He's just your typical, like, douche, nerdy guy who owns his own business, and it it, it suits him so well. As far as I've heard, he is, meant to, he is quite a nerdy person in real life, which I'm happy for. Hmm. Uh, because they are, I'm pretty sure he's meant to be writing up a new Star Wars film. Okay. Red, um, which I would like to see. I think it'd be great for that. And let me just find out. I'm pretty sure it's meant to be a Star Wars film that's coming out in 2025. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, on Wikipedia, Wikipedia not Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Ah, he is in an untitled Star Wars film at the moment. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and it, he is directing it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> oh yeah, he directed the last episode of season one, didn't he? Yeah. 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 That episode was amazing. It was. Now he he's a very very good director and you, you like i said you can tell he is a nerd yeah oh, i'm exactly. happy with that it's he, just it's perfect for it but you no know, like i said back to the horror thing i would like to see a star wars horror film i would i uh, think i uh, saying that there's a lot of films you? i'd like to there's a lot of films i'd like to see star wars do like, they could reach many genres being this, how big the universe is, they can easily do it. No, you, yeah. Well, right, you go. I was just saying. Um, I I agree. You know, we could have, we could easily have a. Uh, we could easily, uh, you know, you could, I, I feel like you could easily make a uh, good horror film from Star Wars. Yeah, easily. Especially with all like the hyperspace. Stuff like have you heard of all the creepy stuff mm. you can have that happen with that? Yeah, exactly. That shit, that shit's fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. 
Peppa Pig's out now as well, the game. Oh, oh yeah. Should we see the Peppa Pig reviews? Let's take a look at the reviews for Peppa Pig. And if there's nothing about bacon bits, I'll be sad. <laughs> uh, I'll go Google reviews for first. Ah, oh, nice. Right. I've got uh, it. My friend Peppa Pig. Now, don't on the app. Peppa Pig. Trust, trusted to be on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> is, it on, is it on Xbox, is it? Help Daddy Pig find his glasses. Mm. Ooh. Splash in muddy puddles. And so uh, just changed an ASMR sex chat. So, f- from what I've seen, it's apparently got a lot of 10 out of 10s. Damn. Hey, 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 Spice, can I, just, can I just say this one line, this one Go sentence on. from the, uh, uh, from the, what's the word, the description? Go on. Ring Pepper's doorbell. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well then. That's, um... This is, uh... That's a bit interesting. How, how much is... 32 quid? Shit, oh. really? Yeah, 32 quid, you can get it Jesus on Xbox, PS, PS4, or uh, Nintendo Switch. So I might have to get it for uh, my Switch, you know. It'll be good to play in the way. Why is that so expensive? We've got to make a profit, don't they? It's had one... It has had some one-star reviews, but it's had quite a lot of five-star reviews as well. In total, 4.3 stars. Excellent game. The visuals are absolutely stunning. Looks amazing on a 4K TV. Game has a great storyline. Lots of memorable main and side quests. Lots of replayability. This would be a good game for speedrunning. I'd give this game a solid 9 out of 10, only docking at one point for not having any type of horde mode. It's a possible game of the year contender. Two people found this helpful. What the fuck? I think this game can consists of only quality gameplay. The visuals are stunning. And Red Greater games like Red Dead 2, Control, and Far Cry 6, this game provides a challenge and leaves you wanting more. Even after 100 hours of play, this game runs amazingly at 120 FPS on 4K UHD with no complications. Definitely worth the $70. <laughs> Holy shit, someone spends $70 on that. Fuck yeah. Oh, oh no. Wait, let's, let's, let's get these reviews up. It's, impos- it's impossible oh, such epic, erotic Japanese animation could exist. I love the part when Pico ate Helado and that time when they act like neighbors' dogs. Graphics are voluminous and heaved, but I have a recommendation. Spud. Yeah? All right, listen to this. Um, Google have cocked up with the, re- uh, with the reviews, and uh, for <coughs> my friend, I think you have two reviews about a hat. For example, first review is uh, four stars. I recommend this hat. Just what I needed to keep hot sun off my head on holiday. It's comfortable, stylish, and does the job well. <laughs> review two, one, five stars. I'm going to be using it for my holidays and to wear as casual wear. Really like it. So when I saw it, I had to have it. <laughs> Are we making like hats out of bacon now? Apparently. Just... <laughs> 
Oh, God. This has uh, to be one of the best games on the market today, folks. You can meet a deformed pepper pig for the price of $25. If you don't... Oh, God, she's here. No, no. Ah. KO for Jupiter. The fuck? Oh, man. Oh, what what a laugh. What the actual... Oh, my God. I can't believe this game actually exists. If it was like an iPhone game on PS4 and Xbox Series... This feels absolutely atrocious, and I can imagine being a parent. And my kid asked me for this game, and yeah, I just wanted my cash. I wasted my cash. I hope this game fails so massively that it makes race with Ryan good. Jesus Christ. Word to God, if my kid in the future even like asks for this, they're being put down. <laughs> no, that's if they ask for Fortnite. Oh, yeah. No, no, they won't even ask for that, though, because it's free. Oh, trust me, I'll make sure they don't get it. I swear to God, if, honest to God. Fuck Fortnite. Well, what a laugh. What What's, hap- What's so, what is happening in Fortnite at the moment? Yeah, what is the event? Yes. Probably Halloween. Now, don't refer a friend. Jesus Christ, yeah. I won't refer uh, to Fortnite. I put Fortnite into Google and it just, put, it just gave me Peppa Pig. Fortnite, oh, really? Oh! <gasps> I can go thirty quid on a on a Nerf rocket launcher. Hell yeah! Fortnite boss slams billionaire tax. He doesn't seem to fully understand. Oh god! Oh, they're doing a Naruto collaboration. Oh Oh, god! People are gonna be angry about that. Oof! Wait, what? Fortnite kids are a different breed. BBJ Calic says losing your dog is no reason to stop playing. Who the fuck's this BBJ Calic? He's verified on Twitter. BBJ, a sim racing. Oh, BBJ Calic. How do you spell that? So capital B, capital B, capital J, space, capital C, A L C. I just don't understand why you have to miss heats for this. What the fuck? Put my dog down at 5.30. Lose my dog that I have had my whole life and I'm missing heat, which I've been hard grinding for GG's. Go next. And then his response was, I just don't understand why you have to miss heats for this. Jesus Christ. Oh, honestly. So... This is um, <clears throat> this is Fortnite. The latest in Fortnite drama is a pro missing an FNCS foot heats as unfortunately his dog has passed and pros to meet whether or not that's a good enough excuse to miss something's what the fuck? Wait, so this guy was meant to be doing a Fortnite pro pro league pro, then, but his dog was being put down, so he missed it, so he could spend the last few minutes <laughs> with his dog. And people like this BBJ Calic are, are debating on if it's a good enough reason to miss it. Dogs, dogs what are the fuck? Dogs are family, man. What the actual fuck? I think anyone who, who agrees with BBJ Calic can go suck his knob. Give him a big blowjob. <laughs> Get it, BBJ? Okay. And then you got someone called... You- YT Draco J throwing away a chance to make 45k, <laughs> which you don't know how it could affect them tremendously for the 
to other teammates that you agreed to play with and waste their time and effort is a valid response. You cannot see where he's coming from. You guys are all overreacting. Um, so no back panther to what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> what? Oh my god! Jesus Christ! That's from that BBJ character again. What the fuck is this kid? God no. I like, I like how we went from horror to fucking f- looking at Fortnite shit. Yeah, Jesus I think let's, let's let's turn away from this. Yeah, that that could be like <laughs> one of our, one of our minis. I am not spending. A pod. Uh, sorry, no, no, I'm not spending a podcast. A podcast, yeah. <laughs> I'm not spending one of those talking about Fortnite. I think I'd Talk- rather like eat my own brain. Talking about podcast, yes, it's a new thing we will be hopefully doing soon. Where throughout the week we will do shorter podcast episodes talking about like topics that we can just solely talk about, and then it's, it probably aims to be between ten to twenty minutes long. Oh. Like, that's Lovely. probably the best way of summing it up, isn't it? Really, probably. I. <clears throat> um, so I, I think we should spend it talking about this BBJ Calic. The fuck is this game? <laughs> uh. Anyway, that's oh my it for us. Um, Hang on, guys... I've oh. got my news. I've got my news. Oh, news, you got news. So I was gonna say this at the start. However, um. I was going to leave it just so I can keep you in anticipation, Spud. And I would like to apologise as this isn't media of any case. But what is everyone's thoughts on Domino's new um, After 8 cookies? Have you tried them or do you not want to? Yeah, Domino's, like they bought out the um, chocolate orange cookies. Domino's have now bought bought out After 8 ones. What the fuck? Yeah, there's something not Something doesn't sit right with that for me. Yeah, no, that's that's a. Like, why? Because the thing is, is think of how chocolatey Domino's make their cookies. Think of yeah, all really chocolate taste, and then you're going to be uh, greeted with mint. It's. Yeah, that... I, I've got to say, I think it's a no from me. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm touching. I like mint, but mint can only go with certain things. And yeah, like you know, it goes with chocolate, but Domino's chocolate cookies, no. That's just especially if you're having pizza as well with it. Yeah, like why? Just it, it just doesn't make sense, does it? No, that's weird. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, anyway guys on that note thank you for all for listening uh we have you. a fi- uh, so this is the first time we're actually going to plug it in we have a facebook uh some media yes uh, we have a twitter as well some media and we have an instagram also some media and we now have a youtube channel that at the moment nothing's on there but that'll be for a later date yeah, something big is coming, guys. Uh, so yeah, yeah, please follow follow our um, social medias. You know, every support, every bit of support helps. And uh, I would just like to say welcome to our listeners from the Netherlands and Czechoslovakia. Yes, welcome. We are now going global, which is amazing. You know, we're five episodes in. Yeah, we haven't got the most listeners in the world, but 
uh, you know, we are, we're really pleased with how far we've come. And if we can just, you know, if we can just support, hopefully we can continue to, um, to entertain. Yeah, we appreciate all your support, guys. We really do. Thank you know, with all the sur- uh, not surveys, what we call polls on Facebook, you've honestly been amazing. Know, it's been amazing. Thank you all, to all you guys. Hopefully, we will see you in the next episode. Yeah, see you soon. Bye, guys. <laughs>